Hey, I'm Matthew. And I'm Colleen. And we have four kids, and they're supposed to be in bed sleeping by now. We are exhausted, so we thought, why not do a podcast where people can listen to our end-of-the-day conversations with each other? You'll laugh, you'll cry, maybe you'll learn something. No, who are we kidding? We're just a couple of exhausted, mostly crazy, very happily married Christians. Are you ready, Colleen? I was born ready. My middle name is ready. Well, my middle name is Chimichanga. I must be hungry. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello, hello. Uh, coming from sunny Alabama. I don't know. Uh, I was trying to think of like a good morning, I don't know, thing. Yeah. It didn't work out. So. Good morning, Alabama. Yeah, but it's not morning, so... Anyways, I was just thinking today of our last podcast and the classes that I do with the kids and why I started thinking about doing stuff like this. And the classes that you're talking about, you've been doing for a few weeks, They, you titled them initially uh, Biblical Sexuality. Yes. Right? And you were, your goal, your priority is to teach our children, mm-hmm. our boys, but you've had two ladies come, and they have small baby children. Mm-hmm. So they have been coming along to not only uh, provide good input, mm-hmm. but also to see how you're teaching more grown-up children right. in this in this subject. Right. So I just wanted to re- make sure that the listener, especially if they're newer, understands what class you're talking about. Sure. Um, and in addition to this class specifically... Um, it kind of came about as like a series of what I was jokingly calling home education classes where I would teach them about how you do laundry and how you fix hinges and, you know, stuff like this. And then um, how to garden. And we've done a series of kind of life skills classes. And then it turned into, hey, we should also teach about uh, biblical sexuality. So we're kind of using this this day that I've set aside. <coughs> Excuse you me. You all right? Yes. Uh, for this specific topic. <coughs> I don't, I breathed funny. You I, sure is did. that something about you, like, getting trying older? not to yawn or something? No. <laughs> this is uh, boring. Yeah. Go, go <laughs> hey. ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, anyways, so uh, I was thinking about a collection of stories that have come up, say, within the past two to five years just talking to other moms about just daily stuff. And I remember this one conversation I was having with a mom who was telling me about her older teenage son, who was probably, I don't know, 16 maybe at the time. And she was saying, just you wait until your kids get to teenagers. They're just a whole nother thing. And it's terrible. And she was all very uh, down about teenagers And she was telling me this one story about how her son had come in the kitchen and was singing this song. It was very inappropriate. And how she had to be like, do you know what you're singing? And he was like, no, it's just part of a song, like real laughing about it. And then she told him what it was about. And he was like, oh, mom, that's just, I can't believe you said that. And so she was like, it's just awful having teenagers because now they're listening or, you know, uh, they're really paying attention and now I have to like do something about it. And I remember that really made me stop because 
at 16, it's not like he all of a sudden started listening to what was going on around him. Right. He had been listening to her not saying anything, her and her husband not saying anything to him for 16 years. Right. And I thought, uh uh-oh, mine are old enough to where I think I need to get stuff together. And have the courage to just start bringing it up so that when they need this tool, whatever that tool happens to be, they have it. Or at least they have the knowledge that it is a tool and that they need to come to me and say, I can't quite remember what you said, but I know that this is something. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. And so anyway, that's one of many conversations that kind of started my brain going, I need to do something and I want to act and I don't want to be the one going, well, now he's 16 or 18 and he's terrible and whatever. And you and I have always been very cognizant of wanting to educate our children on possibly uncomfortable subjects early on, Mm -hmm. or what maybe what society might say is uncomfortable. And at the same time, pray about how much weight Mm -hmm. uh, we want to place upon them. So, and that goes back to kind of what I wanted to, I wanted to reset from the last podcast and you had talked about in your class that you're Mm going to give tomorrow, uh, some definitions, some worldly definitions, right? And then I went on a 20 minute rant about (laughs) why I thought you shouldn't do that. Right. And And it was really wonderful though, too, because uh, having a spouse that I can come to and say, hey, how much weight do you think our children, our, not mine or his, but our children, how much do you think that this in particular, I think this is important, but like how much weight, and you know them, and so you can help me determine how much weight to give them at that time. Yeah. Well, and and it's easier to determine that because we have a foundational document in the Bible that says this is what is important to know. Right. And so I wanted to clarify, uh, and, and I'll just reset a little bit. You had, you had a portion of your class in biblical sexuality where you started to talk about newer, more modern terminology. Right. And one of those was like, you said something like cisgender or pansexual, uh-huh. whatever that is. And I went off on this rant saying, I don't even know what those right. are because I don't care. Right. And so what I wanted to clarify, you and I, after we got done with the podcast, <laughs> I continued to rant <laughs> uh, in a way where you, you know, not not at you, but I wanted to make sure and clarify to you. And so I'm clarifying to the listener now that what I told you was, if it's not in the Bible, mm-hmm. then to me, it's not important. So the world is going to continue to create definition after definition after definition because the goalposts are always moving. Mm-hmm. The world's goalposts are always moving, much like this this current ad, demonic administration's goalposts mm-hmm. have constantly been moving with this bio drug, bio flu that we we that that they introduced into the world. Right? Mm-hmm. There's mask and no mask, and then there's mask at the soup no or no mask at the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, but then the kids have to mask the next day in class. You see, the literally day to day. The, the, the goalposts move and not only in this COVID bioweapon, but also in how, you know, we have 116 genders now 
and, and every day there's something new. And right. I, and I kind of made a joke to you where I said, you know, maybe there's a guy that sexually worships the McDonald's and their Big Macs. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if that's a joke. It could be something that's true. Mm-hmm. But the fact is it's not in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. And I got to telling, I was telling you that there are four instances that I can think of off the top of my head in the Bible that talk about sexual sin. Um, the Old Testament spoke of, and I'm sure there are more because in the Old Testament there were some situations um, that were really weird. But you know, in the, in the Old Testament, it talks about bestiality, and and that person was to die. Um, and in the New Testament, we 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 read about men who were attracted to men and women who were attracted to women. And then there was an instance where Paul berate uh, really got on to one of the guys for sleep or had, you know, going going to bed with his stepmother mm-hmm. and he was just saying i can't believe that this is happening so mm-hmm. there were, there are specific sexual sins right and and the thing is i'm sure that there were were great evils that aren't spoken of specifically in the bible but that's really all we need to know to understand mm-hmm. that uh, we can identify that a person who says i think having sex with trees is normal, we can identify that that is actually sinful. And I pointed out to you, one of the things that I'm going to talk about in my lesson on Sunday at House Church is Hebrews chapter 13, verse 4, speaks very, very, very specifically and vividly about how God honors the marriage bed between a man and a woman, right? Mm -hmm. He's very specific about that. Marriage is honorable. Mm -hmm. And what happens inside of what, 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 you know, what we say is the marriage bed is to be praised. It's worthy and God loves it. Outside of that is not praised. It is not worthy. It is not honorable. And so what I ended up telling you was why include all of these definitions Mm -hmm. and weigh our children down right now with with garbage really it's garbage mm-hmm. our children will hear most likely as they grow up they'll probably hear terms and they ask good questions mm-hmm. like our oldest son asked what a lesbian was because he heard that from a guy mm-hmm. on his baseball team so he so we have to answer that question mm-hmm. right right and that concept is that general basic concept is in the bible but it also shows that god turned them over to their sins mm-hmm. He got, he turned them over to their evils and, and he, he's going to let them go to hell. If they want to be separated from God, he's going to allow that to happen. And that's what happens when we have that kind of relationship. So, um, so basically what I wanted to clarify was what I got at was if it's not in the Bible and it's terminology that's modernized, mm-hmm. it's in mo- modernity is what we right. call it, then it shouldn't be something that we should weigh our children down with. Let's weigh them down with basic biblical foundational principles not only weigh them with the with that but but you know I've like I've always said let's soak them in it right and they'll be able to identify what is right what is sinful mm-hmm. and, and and they'll be able to come to us when it's a little bit confusing so that was and that's so me clarifying my lesson is totally different so your lesson is now completely different <laughs> totally different but you're but I, I want to make sure that listener understands that you never felt like I was no. I was really excited. On, yeah, I was really excited because um, I was already thinking twice about it. And so, really, what I was trying to ask you last time was, what do you think about this weight? I mean, I just it it's too much, you know, even for me to handle. It's I can't comprehend that type of separation 
from what God's perfect design is, you right. know, to the, the craziest degree. And it's really mind boggling. It makes my eyes just kind of like twitch a little. Um, just because God has a perfect design and I want that perfect design. I want that, what he wants, right? What he right. originally created. And that's the message really in this class is what is God's perfect design? What does he want for us? And then you need to decide if you want that and then go go get it. Yeah, and also right. it's it's important to know that you're not teaching the boys at, at from nine the ages 9 to 13 specific and graphic details no. of sexuality. Mm-mm. That's not the point of the class. The point of the class is to prepare them for like you were talking about earlier. You're preparing them mm-hmm. for what they're entering into in the world in right. a, in a biblical way. Yeah. And that's great and because you've so far, thus far, and the reason that I've been really enjoying and loving hearing it is thus far, you were just basic, basing all ever all of your terminology and all of your teaching on the Bible. Mm-hmm. And then you started asking me about, well, you know, how do I explain what this worldly definition is? Right. And that's when I went off and just sure. said, you don't. You don't explain any yeah. of that because I don't know any of that. Right. Yeah. So... And, and and really, it's not important. It's yeah. not important to understand all that nonsense. The lesson is going to be so much better because because of your rant, really. It's going to be better because I don't need any of that anyways. So. Well, I hope that I can sit in for some of it tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow is our – we have a midweek fellowship for our farm church, and we start that in the evenings. And right now, we're watching the movie of Acts, which is literally – the words of Acts, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it's acted out in really interesting mm-hmm. ways how they how they depict that, and then we sit around and eat dinner and fellowship together, much like we do on Sundays. But yeah, so I I wanted to clarify that <laughs> before, uh, and we can move on. And I guess we'll talk about how the class went. If sure. you know, the, I'm sure the we boys can. will have excellent uh, views. You know, on Sunday, uh, my dad taught the lesson at Farm Church, and. His lesson was a recap. Basically, it was a recap of uh, the past four weeks he had taught a sermon on each chapter of Jonah. Mm -hmm. So Jonah 1 through uh, 4. And so this past week was a recap and Mm -hmm. kind of actually sharing some more thoughts because he had so many notes Mm -hmm. that he wasn't actually able to to share because of time purposes the, the previous four weeks. So it was really good, but our nine-year-old. So I, I all three of our boys mm-hmm. a, had had input after mm-hmm. the lesson, and to and as part of our discussion, and they've all listened to his, and they his, had all listened yeah, to the four to previous the four ones, lessons. Yeah. But one of the things was our youngest son at nine years old. He was looking at his Bible and it had a map mm-hmm. of where Nineveh would have been, mm-hmm. and he says, um. My dad's name to the grandkids is Big Dog. So he says, Big Dog, um, if if I'm seeing this right, Nineveh, it, wherever Jonah was spat up on the shore by the f- fish, mm-hmm. if I see this right, Nineveh was at least 500 miles away from anywhere on the shoreline. Right. And my dad was, or, or he said something, something like it's a long ways away. Mm-hmm. And, and dad said, yeah, it would have been at least 500 miles. And we all laughed because mm-hmm. it was like, well, there must be a missing chapter of Jonah right. where he had to, to take <laughs> a, maybe a month or two yeah. to walk to Nineveh. And probably, you know, he was still not Thinking. happy at the end of the book. Yeah. He's still not happy that God has forgiven the Ninevites. And so, but I was so impressed because he's looking and he's going, 
he said, I think one of the things he commented on was, you know, in the cartoons or in mm-hmm. or in biblical movies, whenever the fish spits up Jonah, he's just right there at Nineveh. Right. Like he just Nineveh has to climb the hill to Nineveh. Is a shoreline mm-hmm. city. Right. When it's not, it no. was an, it was inside. Anyways, I, I've been very encouraged. Yeah. About about that. Well, we also do map work in our homeschooling. Yeah. That's part of one of the things I do because I want them to use this idea of where is it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We lose that context. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So we'll do we'll do a get to know us better. Get to know us better. <laughs> and today I'm kind of unprepared for I, I really want to have a good one and I have lots of stories but I'm going to let you do the, your get to know us better. And to give you more time? No, no, because I have shout outs and oh, you don't. Okay. So I'm going to let you do that and then okay. I'll have I'll come up with a with a dandy of a story next time. Should I speak slowly? No, no. Okay. We're out of time as it is. You want to end it? Let's just end this podcast now. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, try and get out of it. You don't want to be get. I actually just better. thought of a story. I'll tell it next time. I got a good one. Okay. So I, too, am running out of stories. I feel, I was telling you last night, I feel like I'm more interesting to this, but I kind of Peter Pan my life where, like, I live it and then it's over. <laughs> um, so I text my mother and my sister and I said, hey, we're recording tomorrow. Do you guys have any stories? And not the embarrassing ones. Go ahead and get those out now because I'm not going to record those ones. But so they reminded me of uh, a couple of stories of Christmas. And I know in previous Christmassy um, podcasts, we have discussed my love of Christmas so, uh, my dad used to hide my presents and it was always really fun to get up to see whose present got hid and where it got stashed. And they would do like, um, like a little treasure hunt. And so they'd leave you notes and you'd have to follow it and everything. And it was usually like behind the couch or behind a pillow somewhere obvious. And you'd be like, haha, you've been sitting on it the whole time. Or like one time they did like a nesting doll situation where it was a really big box and your present was like a matchbox car or something. And so you'd get all the presents open and then you'd find your little present. Well, this one time it had kind of escalated because it was so, um, I don't know, loved and cherished that you got to be the one for this ridiculous thing. And I'm sure it started off as like, we have this really huge box. What do we do with it? Kind of a situation. And, um, oh, another year, my dad duct taped everything. (laughs) And so we were getting out like knives and stuff and scissors and trying to get to our present. And it took forever. Yeah. So anyways, it escalated to this last time. And um, I grew up in Detroit. So there's a lot of snow on Christmas. And he had me going in the attic and in the basement and all over the house, climbing on stuff. And I thought it was almost over because of the most ridiculous places where he put it. Well, then it was outside, like underneath the snow. And I had to like shovel out the snow in order to get to the present. And he had duct taped that present, which is why I talk about the duct tape. But yeah, so that was a really fun Christmas. And I think that was probably the last time a present got hid because that one took forever. Yeah. And we were probably late to like the next family event or something. Yeah. But yeah, that was fun. 
So I want to tell, I just now thought about, I should tell a story from yesterday. What story? <laughs> All right. So, so house farm church day was really good, but you and I go to bed very tired oh, yeah. on Sunday nights. And uh, so Sunday night I was, we were sleeping, but I woke up at three in the morning and my brain was going a hundred miles an hour because mm-hmm. of events of, of farm church day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and the, and just think you start, I started thinking about things and, and in a good way, I wasn't, you know, yeah. not in an anxious way or anything, but slept very poorly and I was already tired. So Monday, yesterday I was just so tired. I was really beat. Uh, and, 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 you know, I was trying to explain that to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I woke up and I'm currently, for the most part, I'm teleworking mm-hmm. for work. And so I was sitting there in the living room trying to get some work done. And our youngest son came in and we have a whole shed full of 29. We had, we used to have 30 chickens. One, one died. Mm-hmm. We have 29 chickens. And, and so our youngest son came in and told, told you that one of the chickens is bleeding mm-hmm. really badly. And. So our worry was, and we had just moved them into that shed. Yeah. So our concern was that a predator had gotten to the chicken. And so our youngest son pulled it out and he had blood all over his jacket. And, um, and then our oldest son went out and, and told you basically, well, it looks like his, and, and, and the rest of this can, if you're, if you, if you're have, squeamish, if you're squeamish, this is a farm story. This is a farm story. So, um, he said, it looks like he's pooping his, his intestines out. <laughs> and so he's, he's sweet enough to ask you, should we take him to take her to the vet? And, um, and so I went out to, and, and I'm sitting there trying to get work done. And mm-hmm. I'm like, my goodness, mm-hmm. something else is happening on the farm yeah. that I got to take care of. And we got there, and 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 sure enough, it was uh, it, it was doing that. And I didn't realize. So my dad, actually, I got to share two things from my dad. But okay. he actually was looking it up because he had a vague memory of hearing something about that. Okay. And he said it's it actually does happen sometimes. It's called the prolapse of the cloaca. Huh. So it, it's basically where they have an intestinal disorder, and they and they just start bleeding out of their out of their rear end. And it kills them. Mm-hmm. So we felt really bad for it, of course. And um, you had thought it might be a viral bacterial right. thing. So we usually, we ha- if we have chicken parts, after we cull some chickens to eat them, mm-hmm. we'll feed them to our pigs. Mm-hmm. And you said, I don't, want, I don't know if I felt comfortable feeding this one to our pig. Especially because so, she has piglets, too. Yeah. Yeah, she has piglets right now that she's nursing. And so that made my decision of how to put this chicken down very easy. So I get on my pajama pants or whatever, <laughs> and I load my shotgun with some light bird shot. I didn't want to do turkey shot because then I didn't want to exploding so bad. And I went out and put the chicken down uh, very quickly and then walked back inside, and, and we took care of that. That's how our morning was. Uh. So, uh, <laughs> so, um. That was that was that morning. But Dad texted me right before we started recording, and he said, "In episode forty-four, the word you were looking for was segment uh, to get to know us better." Yeah, segment. segment, and I'm sitting there going, "Portion." Add this is being a fool of myself. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> segment. Yeah, I had to I had to share. My dad fixed that. It's the get to Good know job, us Dad. better segment. Yeah, well. Um, so that was yes, farm, farm, the farm uh, stories, the the new things that we have going on on the farm every day are always fun, 
exciting experiences as we uh, experience them. <laughs> I do have two quick shout outs and then we'll be done. Uh, on gab.com, we will post the, uh, the, a link to their profiles on gab.com at tired Christian parents. The first one is Eva Maid. Hello, everyone. I am new to Gab and hoping to connect with other Christians. I have a small business and really want to get away from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Amen. Get away from that yep. communist platform. Please check out my shop at evamadeforyou.com. So uh, she sells out. I was looking at uh, soaps and, and other. Uh, I'm not sorry, not soaps. I meant candles. Uh <laughs> Including so all, can. oh no, here it says, including all natural bath and body products, oh, cool. handcrafted soap bars, all phthalate free. So I was right. I, I thought I was right. I was, thought I was looking at something else. So check her out. The next one is uh, Dirt Road Designs at Dirt Road Designs. The last one, by the way, was Eva Made at Eva Made. I don't know if I said that on, on Gab. This one's at Dirt Road Designs. New to Gab, uh, small home business, specializes in sublimation products. And they have their Etsy uh, website, uh, My Down Home Creations. And I checked them out. It's stuff like we went and, and walked into the Southern Living store. Oh, that one yeah. So stuff like that. So it's like earrings cute. and then sign, uh, uh, funny signs yeah. and, 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 like you said, cute signs. So check them out as well and help out our parallel economy on Gab.com. So we will see you guys uh, hopefully in a couple of days. We'll see you guys. Well, we'll see you as we look at our microphone. And, uh, and yes, we're loving doing this. We want to hear from you. Please, please let us know if anything we say offends you because we like to offend people super hardcore. Um, or if there's something that you'd like to, to hear us talk about or have clarification on, we're pretty good about getting back to people. And, oh, I wanted to... S- oh see if you would share the books that you're getting oh yay i'm so excited um i'm getting volume one and volume two is that what you're talking about of the george washington books from nikki truesdale yes and i'm so excited i was gonna wait until i had them in my hand and take like a picture of me and my happy face yeah and we'll do that when we Mm -hmm. when we get them in and so we'll tag her for this podcast and and the next one so check her out as well it'll be me quiet on the podcast because i'll be over here reading you'll be reading (laughs) well i I actually tell my story and and i actually thought of a a funny story uh for get to know us better for next time you better write it down all right we'll see you guys next time hey thanks for listening to the tired christian parents podcast you can follow us on gab at Tired Christian Parents, or you can email us at Tired Christian Parents at ProtonMail.com. We'll see you next time.